Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration. Sharing tips, tools, and talk, we're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. doing all of that stuff. And, um, I began to just like writing this letter to God and it was, I read it today and I, it was really sweet, but I got to this moment where I felt the presence of the Lord, like come into the garage and all of a sudden I'm sitting on a chair and I just kind of like leaned over and put my forehead kind of like forward. So I'm kind of leaned over And I just got this image that my forehead was on the chest of Jesus. And I sat there and I just started weeping and weeping. And I was like, please don't go, please stay. And it was like, I, I mean, I was there, I mean, I was in the garage for over three hours, like Mm -hmm. yesterday morning, because I got up at four 30. And so I'm excited because I've never really journaled before. And I feel like this is going to be a book that I leave and it's going to tell about um, like a bride who's madly in love with a bridegroom and it's going to be, I'm hoping it's beautiful. (laughs) I love it. That's so pretty. I mean, it's pretty in the sense, it's beautiful in the sense that like um, you had an encounter with Jesus. Right. And that's, I started, um, so I, I just, um, surprised Jenna and started, you know, started recording, but yes, we're, we're a go episode. What is this Jenna three episode three of season five. And, um, Jenna, as you could hear, was just sharing a beautiful experience. She had, you know, just sensing the presence of the Lord and how she was gifted a journal. And I definitely want to encourage listeners. If you're not journaling, start journaling. There's so many benefits. (laughs) There's so many benefits and it's such a great way to write your prayers, um, and, um, write answered prayers. Um, and there's just a lot of, um, really factual, um, information that journaling can help bring you into the moment. So it can help if you're ever anxious, it just can really bring you into the moment. Um, it's something that I love doing, you know, Jenna, as you know, <laughs> yes. write down every, yeah, write down everything. And I mean, even like before, like, this is my page of notes here, getting ready for our, like for our podcast, just, you know, random thoughts that I wanted to share with you. But, um, journaling has been such a, a blessing to me, just, um, healing through different forms of trauma, um, and getting sober and all of that. And so, yeah, it's just such a great thing. But as you were sharing, you were talking about the presence of the Lord and I just, I really just felt that <laughs> I felt the presence of the Lord as you were talking about Jesus, like just having a moment resting on him. And mm-hmm. we've, I mean, we've talked about this before, but it, you know, right before you shared that, um, I was sharing with you an experience of the fragrance of Christ and literally smelling it's it, it, when you look in the book of Hosea, it talks about, um, and there, it, there's another place in scripture it talks about 
really the fragrance of Christ. And it talks about the cedars of Lebanon and um, there's just, there's actually several different scriptures, but um, I love that Jesus can be so near that -hmm. we can be so close to him. Right. And he's a rewarder of those who seek him. Jesus is a rewarder of those who seek him. And his word says that if you draw near to him, he will draw near to you. That is a promise. And so, you know, just recently we just, we did a Halloween podcast, um, really awesome, but charisma actually embedded the, um, podcast into an article about reformation day, which was also October 31st. And, you know, I shared on my social media because we got quite a bit of feedback. I don't know. I don't know if you had feedback, Jenna, but I had, I actually a couple of friends reach out and they were really challenged. Yeah. You know what I mean by the, and, and I understand that about not participating, um, in Halloween or, you know, choosing to continue participating, but still really hearing what we had to say. And something I, I just, I want to share in line with our topic, which is turning out to be the presence of the Lord is that in my life, since I gave my heart to Christ. So in 2006, like there have been such sweet moments of his presence. And there is like, there is nothing else that that can compare. And so when I choose not to do something, it is literally out of a place of love and honor for Jesus Christ. Right. That is what was coming to my mind is that you don't ever do something out of religious obligation, but out of a response to Jesus and the, and a nudging and like an impulse of the Holy spirit, like a leading and a guiding. So I hope listeners, like when you did listen to our podcast, it did not come across. And I don't think it did as, you know, you can't do this because this and this and this, but you know, sometimes when we learn things that, you know, maybe we were uneducated about, it's an opportunity to then for us individually to seek God and say, okay, God, talk to me about this. Show me your heart on this. Lead me, guide me. I want to honor you with my life. Um, and you speak to me. So show me. So not out of religious duty. Yeah, that's so key. Um, Ephesians 5.11 says, um, take no part, take no part, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them over my years, um, of sobriety and walking with the Lord. Uh, there have been things that Holy spirit has showed me like, this is darkness. And I, 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 I've, I've seen, and I've experienced darkness and I don't want to touch it. I don't, I, I want to flee from it. I don't want to take any part of it. And so, you know, when, when the Holy spirit has showed me something, it's definitely um, something that I have sought to walk in. And the, the beautiful thing is, is like we, as believers, as Christians receive, can receive the Holy spirit and the Holy spirit, right? Jesus talks about the Holy spirit in, in John 14 and that you'll be given the best counselor and really the Holy spirit will lead us into truth. The Holy Spirit mm-hmm. will lead us into what is good, into what is true. And so, you know, since, like I said, 2006, um, I've been led out of substance use, right? I've been led led out of the commercial sex industry. I've been led out of participating in things that I know for certain are unfruitful. <laughs> you know, right. they were damaging in my life. And now it's like, what's the scripture verse about? 
taste and see that the Lord is good. Like having those encounter moments with Jesus Christ is worth so much more than, um, yeah, just taking part in, in, in what is unfruitful. And so, um, I think it would be really beneficial, Jenna, would you be willing to share other times where you've experienced the nearness of Christ? And then I'm going to share a story too. Um, just, I just, I, I just sense the presence of the Lord on this just for listeners as well. Um, to know that Jesus will draw near. I mean, his scripture, the word says that he will draw near and it's to those who seek him. Right. You know, when you were talking, I was thinking about, um, cause you mentioned the Holy spirit and, you know, when we surrender our lives and we receive salvation the word of God says that like the Holy spirit becomes like a seal, like in our life. And so we have right then the Holy spirit living, you know, you know, in us and there is a seal, you know, over us. Um, you know, for me, a lot of my encounters came when like in the book of acts, the Holy spirit came upon me in power, like it did on acts those are actually two totally different things. And, and when the Holy spirit comes upon you in power, it's number one, I, I, what I experienced and what I see throughout scripture is that it led me out of bondage and it became this pillar of fire, just like, you know, and, you know, for the Israelites, there was an actual pillar of fire that led them out of bondage. And I believe the Holy spirit rises up within us to lead us out of bondage and, and, and helps us and gives us power to overcome and walk in victory. What we can't do in our own strength, because that was my story. You know, like I couldn't, I couldn't be what the Bible wanted me to be without the power of the Holy spirit, because I needed help from a helper, <laughs> you know, like I needed help. Um, but you know, the, the season right after I received the baptism of the Holy spirit was like, I woke up every morning and I was like, I can't believe I get to live the rest of my life like this. I felt like I was able to experience the greatest treasure and the most missed treasure in the church today, you know, and, and just so many different encounters. I mean, you were talking about, you know, the smelling and, you know, we've talked about Ruth, one of our spiritual mothers. And I remember being at her house and her talking about like how she smelled angels. And I was like, what is happening right now? I didn't even know this was possible. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I remember just asking God, like, oh my gosh, like, God, I want to experience, like, I don't want to miss anything, you know? And when I went to bed that night, I, I, I started smelling the most intense. It was like I was in the middle of a forest jungle and it was the most intense smell. Like I was literally like, <laughs> like I hope you can hear that on the mic because I was like, what is that smell? I was just trying to like inhale it. Yeah. And it was like, what? you know, it's crazy because we live in this realm. Like we live in the natural realm. But we also live in a heavenly realm. Every believer who has received Christ also lives in a totally different realm. And I just feel like the further I go, the more that I'm like, this natural realm is a distraction. What is going on in the heavenly realm? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have lots of stories I could share, but. Oh, that's so good. So I was reminded. Oh, of course. Ruth is calling. Like, Shoot, I bet that's me. 
It was you this time. (laughs) I better like silence my phone and it's on my computer and I never know how to turn it off. Okay. Listeners, if you guys know how to like turn off the, the, um, the ringing on your computer, just, um, send me a message on messenger on Facebook, please. (laughs) So I was reminded of the, the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. Those were things that I did not have when I was not, when I was not walking with the Lord, when I got filled with the Holy spirit and I came into relationship with Jesus Christ, I received love, joy, right? Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, these things like to be able to have peace, unshakable peace. Yes. Right. And that's not to say that, that things don't happen. They do. And you know what, from time to time, there's still things that come up that I have to give, you know, give to the Lord, um, bring to him. And, um, you know, he's so good. He's such, he's such a good counselor. And for me, the things that have been helpful is staying sober. And I am also talking about certain medications. I, I personally believe that medications can cause a fog. Pharmaceuticals can cause a fog and quench the spirit. Um, when, when truly we can receive the fullness of the Holy spirit. Now, now do hear me. You know, I, I, I understand that, um, from time to time, there is a time and a place, you know, for, um, you know, certain prescriptions or medications. So just, you know, know my heart, but through my experience, what I know to be true is that since I got sober, sober, you know, no, I, I didn't, didn't do any medications. I learned how to feel feelings mm-hmm. and bring them to the Lord, you know, coping skills, journaling, like what we were just yes. talking about music, learning to worship Jesus. And, you know, something I just want to comment on. And then, um, I know you've got another story and I was going to share one as well is that, and we've said this before, it's about presence, not behavior modification, right? Right. When you get a moment with Jesus, literally Mm -hmm. where he comes into the room, he, you are experiencing his presence. Just one moment can bring a radical shift. Just one word from Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, are we, are we listening? Are we mm-hmm. seeking? <laughs> our alarms in my town just went off for our Wednesday, um, whatever tornado, oh, I tornado I don't siren. Think I can hear it. Can you? Okay, I'm gonna go on mute. All right, how about another story, Jen, and then I'll come okay. back on. Sure. Yeah. So I was thinking of when you said just you know like stories and moments that just like mark you you know, and I loved what you said about how like one moment in the presence of God can change everything forever. Um, because it's so true. And, um, I just feel like, um, you know, when we started to meet in our home in 2020, it was like the presence of the Lord was so, was so thick. And it was just a small group of people just seeking God, just praying, just worshiping, And it was literally like the book of Acts where like one person would get a Psalm, one person would get a word, one person would get a prophetic word, someone would have a teaching. And it was just like this unity, you know, of the spirit and people began to get filled with the Holy Spirit that I like what I was talking about before, like this power from on high and people's lives started to getting like transformed and changed and people were walking out of bondage and um, there's, there's really just, there's, there's nothing like it. Um, 
I, I don't know if I've ever shared this story before, but a lot of my encounters actually happen um, when I'm by myself with God, when no one knows, when no one sees me and I'm, I'm getting up in the morning and I'm seeking him, like you, like you said, and, and I'm seeking his face. Like I'm seeking, I'm knocking, I'm saying, God, you know, like I'm tired right now, but I, I, I want you more <laughs> than, than how tired I am. And so just like getting up and seeking his face. And I remember I was in the garage one day and I was just worshiping, probably dancing, probably singing at the top of my lungs. My neighbors are probably like, what is going on over there? Hopefully they were all still sleeping. But um, I just remember I just got this sense that there was like a lot of angels like all around me. And I began to have the spiritual eyes to see them. And I remember looking around and I was like, what are all these angels doing here? And I was kind of like, I don't know what to do. And then by the spirit of God. So this is when I'm like brand new. Like, I don't know anything about the spirit. Like I just entered the school of the spirit. You know how Ruthie says that. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And the spirit of God says, commission them. And I was like, what? Like, I'm supposed to tell them what to do. I was like, huh? And I was like, okay. I commission you. <laughs> That's like all I said. And then I just, I like, I, 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 it was like a whoosh. And it was like, they all like went off and I was like, I don't know what just happened. And I remember, I think I probably messaged you or Eliza or someone and they're like, they're like, no, like it says that in the Bible that we're to commission angels or whatever. And, and so-and-so did a teaching. And I was like, really? <laughs> like, you know? And so like, I love that story because it shows how like God, the Holy Spirit teaches you. He is a teacher. Like he teaches you things. And it's those who like, who know his voice and they know his presence and, and, and they trust and they have faith. And so that was mm. another story I was thinking of. So good. It's so good. Yeah. I was actually, I remember that story because, um, when you told me it, I sometime before that I had read Tim Sheets, um, okay. Tim Sheets has a really good book about, um, about angels and it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's biblical, it's biblical. I mean, you know, there's stuff out there that's not biblical. That's yeah. fluffy. Like this is like solid biblical. Um, but I remember them talking about like the commissioning of angels and I've had a few experiences where I know that there were angels like mm -hmm. in the room, like big angels. Like I've had a few of those moments. Um, and so, you know, something as you were sharing, I was just thinking of is like, there's a level of discernment that you can have as a believer, right. Where you're aware of angels and demons. Mm -hmm. And so when you become aware and you begin to discern a spirit there are things that you are going to continue participating in. And there are things that you are not going to want to participate anymore because you sense the spirit behind it. Right. Yes. That's so good. And, you know, I just want to encourage listeners. Like, you're probably like, what, like, what is this? Ask God. Because yeah. like, literally it's a gift. Like I didn't earn it. Like we didn't earn or it's not because we're like, you know, you can literally ask God and then receive the gift of discernment because the Bible says that like God is a good father and he gives good gifts to his children. And if you're asking God for things and he has the ability to give them to you and he wants to give them to you, he will. Yeah. And so, um, it, I mean, it's following, you know, the, the promptings of the Holy Spirit, you know, um, he might. I mean, I feel like the Lord himself, like really cleaned up my life before I began mm -hmm. walking in some of this stuff, 
you know? So there is like the Holy spirit is holy, like, you know? Mm. And so what you're saying, you know, about like, you got to walk away from some things says you overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, but then also by laying your life down, you Mm. know? that's a big, like the, the Lord's been reminding me of that. Cause a lot of people say you overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. And a good friend of mine who has a teaching gift, she was like, but it then also says you have to lay your life down. And I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh, you, yeah. are so right. you are so right. And, and how would it be any different? Because that's exactly what Jesus did, right? He laid his right. life down and um, I've been going through the book of John um, with a couple of people, but there's a scripture verse right in chapter John, uh, chap- John chapter, um, I believe it's in, it's in three and it's where Jesus is talking to Nicodemus um, mm-hmm. right at the end of the chapter. He says something about obedience, yes. right? About obedience. And it's not mm-hmm. like we were talking about, it's not an obedience out of religion. It's an obedience out of love. Like, like yeah. that revelation that Jesus gave his life for me, what that means, the inheritance that I have in eternity with him, the inheritance that I have, like there, there's such a love there mm-hmm. to want to, to, I mean, really it's like sacrificing whatever it might be. Like if the Lord is leading me to do something to know that good is on the other side of that you know, and I'm a work in progress. I fall short. Um, you know, there's things that I've wrestled with. I mean, I think yeah. that's, that's really the truth for any believer, but right. The, the scriptures say that God is working in you, that God is working in us and he will bring, um, his work to completion. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. a, it's a promise from scripture, you know, and a couple of the verses I just wanted to share just to give some you know, just some, um, some, some, some biblical just scripture to what we're talking about. You know, we were talking about discernment, right. And Hebrews five fourteen says, but solid food is for the mature, for those mm-hmm. who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice, distinguish good from evil. All right. Right. There really is a good and there really is an evil. Right. And um, there's nothing else. <laughs> Right. And there's nothing else. <laughs> right. There's no gray. Like it's black or white. Right. Like, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's yes. And Romans, um, let me hear it. Let me just find another one. Um, the gifts, the gifts of the Holy spirit. Right. So in Corinthians, Paul talks about the gifts of the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, but our unique skills really and abilities given by the Holy spirit to followers of Christ, um, mm-hmm. to serve God for the common benefit of um, his people in church. But so first Corinthians 12, eight through 10 mentions wisdom. So these are spiritual gifts, wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, speaking in tongues and interpretation of tongues. Right. And um, Romans 12, six, Paul instructed that we have different gifts according to the grace given us. Right. And so these are really real gifts, right? And I love, um, Jenna, just the encouragement that you gave, you know, listeners, um, ask, pray, seek, you know, mm-hmm. um, when you draw near to Christ, he draws near to you. I mean, that is just seems to be the resounding, um, you know, scripture for this podcast episode is that when you draw near to him, he draws near um, he draws near to you and he's a rewarder. He's a rewarder of those who seek him. Yeah. Right. I mean, I know we both have some crazy stories and we've shared things. I mean, there's some things that have happened. I'm like, I don't know if I 
I'm quite ready to share that yet. Like hanging out near the throne in heaven, seeing the sea of glass, having gems show up in random pictures on my, like, <laughs> I don't know if you, do you remember the, the gems? Have I ever shared the photos with you about the gems? I think so. Okay. A long time ago. I, I won't go into it, but there's, I mean, there's just things that have happened that it's like, it's so it's kingdom. It's, it's heaven, you know? Well, and, and you also can discern dark things too. Oh because yeah. Because oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. been, you know, multiple times where I travel. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like we were just in South Carolina. This is a really quick story. And I don't know what the restaurant's name was. I want to say it was called Hungry Hungry Hippo, but it wasn't because it was, but it was something with hippo. It was yeah. like, I can't remember. Anyways, we pull up to this restaurant. We decided to go and eat here. It's like a Mexican restaurant. And we pull up to it and I take one look at it and I'm like, there is something not right about this. And so yeah. I go first and I walk in. Yeah. And as soon as I get in, I'm like, there is something that we go to the table and we all sit down and we all looked at each other. And I was like, we need to leave. I was like, yeah. we shouldn't eat here. So we got up and left and walked out, went to a different restaurant. And yeah. the waiter of that restaurant just told us that someone was literally just shot there. <laughs> like killed I me mean, which is not funny i'm not right, laughing at right, that right. but the lord protects those that he loves i mean yes. he protects us and sometimes we, we get discernment to like walk out of situations but then sometimes god calls us into the darkness to be a light yeah because yeah. i've had that too where yeah. i personally would have liked to have left but god said stay and so i mm -hmm. stayed and the darkness actually left yeah so yep. Yep. Amen. I love that. I love that because I know you, you've done, you know, quite a bit of traveling and, um, as have, you know, Corey and I, and just discerning a place, a region, um, even hotel rooms. I know we've got stories on hotel rooms. <laughs> yeah. <Can't go> there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I, my hope and prayer, you know, listeners is as you are, you know, tuning into real talk podcast that you are encouraged. Um, and again, we're gonna, gonna seek to, um, you know, uphold biblical truths as we do our podcast. But, um, again, draw near and he will draw near to you. And, um, yeah, we're, we actually are really praying through a topic. Um, and I actually, I had someone reach out to me on messenger and they were like, well, if you guys are ready to confront Halloween, you should talk about yoga. And I was like, well, I don't know if we're ready to go there quite yet in my area, but I definitely could. And we have a whole story on that. So I think, I think eventually we're going to have to, to unpack the whole yoga, yoga discussion. Um, but otherwise, we do have a guest coming on um, uh, here in one of the next upcoming episodes. And so um, this is Real Talk with Danielle and Jenna. See you guys. Right. See you guys.